We have Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go. The volume's turned up and the lights are down low. I stream, you stream. Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome to, to I Stream, You Stream, the binge the watchers podcast. Binge watchers podcast. Whoa, is there a lag? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Olivia Ozel. I'm John Wilson Bennett. If you've never been here before, welcome. Welcome. So, what do we do here, Liv? Well, we watch stuff and tell you whether you should watch it or not. And how many scoops of ice cream you should eat with it? No. Um, but you know how it is. Sometimes you start a show and you think. This this is really great. This premise is awesome. And then you devote 19 hours to it, and then it ends, and it's horrible. Horrible ending. We don't want you to have to go through that, and we Hell also don't no. want you to miss the good stuff. Hell yeah. So anyways, today we're reviewing Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman 1984. Boy, I'm only human, but I'll be a super <sighs> Like that. Just like that. <laughs> so Wonder Woman, 1984. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. And some other people. All them. <laughs> um, well, what It I is interesting. But other than those three. Yeah. Is there another? Oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Oh, how could I have forgotten one of Chris the Chris's? Chris Pine. If you don't know who Chris Pine is, um, he's just one of the Chris's of Hollywood. Yeah, one of the four. So, um, Best Chris, according to some, including Chris Pine. You know, I don't know. We haven't done that review yet. So, Are we going <laughs> to have a Best Chris best episode? Best of the Chris's. We could do that episode. <laughs> uh, all, okay, so here's the thing is, it's a superhero movie, so... We're not really looking for top-notch storytelling, good dialogue, or anything. Um, and we didn't find it. <laughs> so it's a good thing we weren't looking for it. Yeah. I got into an argument, or not an argument, but a, an exchange of... Fisticuffs. Yeah. <laughs> I got into ex- an exchange of, uh, you know, just words on Instagram with a friend about this movie yeah. who in my opinion, unnecessarily played the this movie is getting shot down because of toxic masculinity card. Right. Because it is directed by a woman, stars a woman, and I think was written by a woman. And my contention, and I think most people who didn't like this movie are saying it has nothing to do yeah. with it the fact that it was directed that. by a woman stars a woman is a story about a woman it is just a bad movie yeah i mean was i you know semi-entertained the whole time of course i was gal gadot is a freaking babe like i would watch her just stand there and do nothing but that would have been a better movie would have been really good um (laughs) the thing is is that I get where this friend was coming from and she was saying something to the effect of like um, this movie was or maybe I'm putting words in her mouth but something about it being special because 
the they weren't fighting like the, they were fighting the villain every single person in the world was fighting the villain in themselves as well as a super villain and people had to make the choice to like do the right thing and that's what saved the world rather than just this like big blowout fight right except for uh, I, yes that's true except for this movie misses the mark still Okay, but what was the other thought that this p- person brought up? Because well, it's essentially no. It's it, it. If you strip away the bad writing and the bad thing, it still is attacking the oil industry, big business. You know, the privatization of you know funds and all this, and mm-hmm. and essentially, you know, one person controlling all the power mm-hmm. is never good for society, and it's never good for the world that one person can essentially, you know, do with the world as they will. I just thought it was like a big statement about how like there's no such thing as a free lunch, you know? Because every time he grants a wish, he also takes something away. Right. Oh, by the way, I guess we're just doing spoilers. I mean, that's not really, that's the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably in the trailer. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's just there's a way to do superheroes well and the dark knight it's okay the dark knight did superheroes well the dark knight trilogy the third one though by the time they got to the third one it was kind of the lord of the rings effect they had set up the characters they'd built this whole thing up and then they needed the last epic battle and the last epic battle is the most boring part and i uh, to me what happened with this movie as opposed to the first one was the first movie had a lot of the character introductions, but you're also like on the journey. And this movie was, was a lot of an epic battle. And it's also like, okay, we're going to spend the whole time talking about a suit of armor, right? Mm-hmm. And then she finally gets the armor mm-hmm. just for it to, the, the armor that's supposed to withstand all of humanity, all of mankind. Okay. I just and it gets I, ripped I, away in in ten seconds. I'm glad that you brought that up because first of all, I actually thought that the beginning of the movie was awesome. The, the opening scene in her home. Yeah, I loved okay. that part. I thought that was bad. I thought the CGI was bad. I thought it was I unnecessary. I thought it was super fun and that it was like a visual spectacle, and I enjoyed being on an island full of strong women. I liked that, and I was thinking to myself. Okay, if I had a daughter, I would have fun watching this movie with her. And I would be like, see, we are badass warriors too. I And I think that's kind of uh, the point. It's just that at the end of the day, this movie just had a lot of plot points that made absolutely no sense. And just things that were just done for the convenience of just like, doing them and they but they didn't like have any precedent or like it just d- made that yeah yeah that, like, that's the whole the whole movie is that though it's just they keep introducing things for the convenience of this story to move along right and so it's jarring every single time right and there's no f- through line of like this a sense of time or space it's just constantly throwing you into like now we're in Egypt. 
Right. You know, now we're boom. And there are movies that jet set. Like, it's not that you can't do it, but it's like, it doesn't, for this this movie misses. To me, what it boils down to it really is like, it's just the CGI is so bad in parts. And yeah. some parts are great. Some parts, like, they, they made it work. But, like, there's the weird thing that happens when she's running. Mm-hmm. Where like, and it happens in that opening shot and then it happens again when they're in Egypt where there's Mm -hmm. a shot of her running and I know what they're trying to, the effect they're trying to go for is the sense that like she doesn't run on gravity. You know, she's not pulled down by gravity. She can run super fast. Right. But like the X-Men movies have done, have found a way to do that where they slow down the rest of things and then they have the guy running at normal speed. And this one, it's like everything goes normal and almost she slows down and it's that it's a super weird looking thing. Like it just looks fucking dumb. Oh my god, language. No. <laughs> no, and like I, I, it really is. Like it's 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 weird things like that that it's like even a superhero movie should that takes place on Earth should either obey the laws of like Earth, you know, physics, or it's not going to look right. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I will say, though, is that um, like the only glue holding this movie together, because I I actually was like pretty entertained from from start to finish when I really think about it. I think the glue that held this movie together was the fact that Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal are actually all really good actors. Um, I'm not going to say anything about Chris Pine because I'm sorry, but that's just like him just being a generic man. Like there's nothing to that role. Um However, Kristen Wiig, like, that was a cool journey to watch her go on because her her comedic chops, like, really came out. And it wasn't just that. It was, like, you know, when you see her on SNL, she does these, like, really exaggerated characters. Mm. And, yeah, and, like, they're really funny because she takes everything to, like, the next level. However, in this one, she was really funny because she was – um realistically playing like the underdog and um you know just realistically just like being a person who's like not super confident and whatever Uh, and it was like I just thought it was really well done it was under it was for I just wasn't expecting that from her necessarily not that I don't think that she's a great actress I just like it's just surprised me how well she did it I thought John's giving that a thumbs down. You're giving it a thumbs up fart noise because I look her her actual journey as written is insane and makes absolutely no sense and is really stupid the way that they like show it. But I'm just saying her acting journey was sure she 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 clappable. you know she polished a turd. She polished I'm a just, freaking but, turd but to, build, to basically build it again her journey up until like this human badass to the point where then finally they make her into a cgi thing you know Mm. it it also again it's just like every opportunity this movie had to like ground itself in a sense of like gritty realism or like anything close to like making it tangible and like fucking tactile it went the other way and it went to bad cgi and again the last fight scene maybe this is just a movie for kids or something i don't think it's a movie for kids i think it's a it's a movie I mean, that it's certainly not a movie for adults <laughs> i think <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it's a movie that they they rushed 
they rushed it and i don't think that the dceu is is nearly as streamlined of a process as as marvel and and disney i mean you know and disney for its own right is you know suffering from you know reboot syndrome but i think with with the dceu the only dceu movie that i've seen that was remotely unique was shazam or whatever okay well first of all i don't even know what you're talking about i don't know right because the none of them are mesor- memorable but it's the, well, it's I the just red guy with the lightning together, bolt. Like DC, Marvel, whatever. That whole g- world genre, whatever. I'm just like, you guys are just, you guys are just all shit. To a degree. And like, I don't need to watch all the Marvel movies. But like, I would, if, if it was like, we're going to watch a superhero movie tonight. You would choose a Marvel movie. Hands down. And you would have to tell me that this is a Marvel movie because right. I wouldn't know. Yeah, and that's but that's but that's a different conversation. The conversation of whether or not you know what it is versus the whether or not it's good are very different. And like, yeah. yes, there are some duds that Marvel's made. Like, mm-hmm. they it took them a long time, took them fifteen years to really get their formula. And now everything they pump out is the same fucking movie every time. But the the movie works, you know. DC just doesn't have a formula. And they just keep trying to, like, push shit out. And it's just, it, it, it's not fun. It's, it's not, <laughs> you know. John's really been scarred by this experience. No, I'm just. It, it, don't do this to us again. Just, just don't. I don't know. It's, if you've watched it already, great. If you, if, if I know that basically they they put it on and we're not we're not kind of a, a news podcast of sorts but this is hbo max it's on hbo max and it's their first attempt to do a co co-release of theater and streaming and i'm excited to watch all of their movies streaming on hbo max because i'm not stepping foot in a fucking theater but i would say that like if you've got hbo max and you're bored I still don't know if this is something I would seek out. Yeah, I think there's like a million other movies that would be more uh, fulfilling. Right. Movies or, or, or shows or even, you know what? It's sacrilegious for me to say, but I think I would rather read a book than watch this movie. Wow, that's saying a lot. John hasn't read a book in about 75 years. 29 even years. Even his past lives didn't read books. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I am I am actually going to go and give this zero scoops. Wow. I would actually yeah, go back. I'm gonna I would give this my s- there was a scoop in there and then it melted and it got all over my clothes and stained them. <laughs> yeah. I w- I'm getting a, I'm going I'm bringing the tub of ice cream back. Yeah. And I'm getting a refund. Honestly, that is so trashy. Yeah. Okay, well, guys, thank you for joining us. We hate to be Debbie Downers, but we can't lie to you. Fucking you know? dog shit, yeah. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay, guys, talk to you soon.